0: Simon, we were talking a little bit about you being an Optus customer. People will have seen in the news, they may have been contacted directly by Optus by email, uh, that uh, there's been a big hack, a big data breach. Uh, How's it affected you? Have you had any issues so far?
1: I've only heard it on the news so far. No direct issues so far. I'm, I guess, mildly concerned. And just in general, does this mean hackers will be able to get into anything, um, you know, in the future? So I did notice also that I think Slater and Gordon have already said that they're looking into litigation yeah. for customers.
0: yeah. Mm. Because, and this is something I think I, I saw. It was, you know how they have the, they televise Parliament. I think at Question Time yesterday, or that they were one of the ministers was saying that you know in certain jurisdictions, for example, Singapore, I think. If a company has a big data breach, they actually can be subjected to really hefty fines. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a disincentive for the, for the companies concerned to, to not have the data breach, to not allow it to happen, because otherwise it's going to affect their bottom line. The shareholders get pissed off. The profitability of the company can be affected by, you know, by being fined and that reputation as well. Whereas in Australia, we don't have that. But I think that's one of the things that the government's got on the table at the moment. And there are other bodies within Australia saying, look, don't rush this. Mm -hmm. Apparently, one of the reasons why it's even happened is it's made harder for these sort of companies because of the, uh, the need to store metadata. There's metadata rules that we've had for quite a while in Australia now. So all of your search history, for example, has to be kept for a period of time, quite a while, by these telcos, whether it's Telstra, whether it's Optus, whether it's you know whoever whoever the provider is, mm. and uh, that that puts a big uh, load on them as to how do you store that that sensitive information uh, for a long time so that the government can retrieve it if they want to and, and comply with the law, but um, make it secure. So it adds to the the burden of 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 security. By by having to comply with those data retention laws that Australia has, and they're pretty strict as well. You've got to keep, you know. So it's it's. It, I mean, it came about because of terrorism, basically. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you wanted to find out if someone, what someone's been up to on the internet, what have they been searching, what have they been finding out? Well, we know this person's a. You know, badass. So, what's let's let's get let's get a hold of Telstra and find out what their search history is. So, it can be useful intelligence on someone, backgrounding information, so on. But uh, it does apparently impose quite a burden on yeah, on, on telcos. I mm.
1: you think they keep all that information?
0: But uh, the other thing is that people with driver's licenses uh, numbers. So, this was one of the things that came out is that. Um, uh, you know people to, to set up their their account or their their um, service with Optus they've often had to give information like their name, their date of birth, their email, phone number, address and an ID document such as a driver's license or a passport number now apparently what's happening because of this data breach people who are affected Optus clients are uh, are actually being reissued being given new driver's license numbers mm-hmm. to to avoid the issue of um, identity theft, which is one of the things that can come out of this. Um, And I don't know what they'd do if passport numbers had also been provided to Optus to set up their accounts and, you know, get the service then if they're, if they're replacing driver's license numbers, then presumably they'd be replacing passport numbers, which is obviously a harder thing to do. It's an even more secure document, a lot more secure document, harder to produce, more expensive to produce, has to be verified, all that sort of stuff. And at the moment, because of the backlog of demand to go traveling, you know, we had two years of lockdowns and border closures because of COVID. It can take a
1: year to get your passport. It can take a long
0: time to get your mm-hmm. passport. And uh, even if you pay the extra few hundred dollars to get it fast-tracked, there can be delays. So that's a bit of an issue potentially for people who affected that up to 9.8 million current and former and former Optus customers. Mm. It is a bit of a concern how this all happened. Um, apparently, it's a very, very sophisticated um, sort of cyber attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, not much has been revealed about what they know about who, who's done it. I mean, I think they're obviously trying to find out. The Australian Federal Police are on the job, trying to track them down, trying to find out whether they're overseas. I would imagine very likely it is overseas. But they're also doing things like monitoring the dark web to see what... what 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 sort of data is made available to people because that's mm. where it often gets sold is through the dark web, and I believe that there was some kind of ransom demand. Or, you know, I think Optus was was hit with you know you give us a million dollars and we'll we'll make this go away or we'll 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 delete our data that was mm. stolen. Well, I think that they're pretty reluctant to pay you know for, pay ransoms, pay blackmail that sort of thing. It encourages other people to do it. Mm. It is that taken that seriously though that, that you know drivers license numbers at this stage are being are being reissued i think all around australia not just not just wow. uh, in victoria and i heard of a, an optus client who uh, reported receiving a bogus message to, t- uh, to for her to top up her linked toll account when in fact she had plenty of balance mm-hmm. and it looked like you know it said oh uh, hello from toll you know it looked legit click here to top up your account which is running low and she was sensible she thought it might be dodgy so she contacted linked herself directly checked on her account balance and sure enough she had plenty of balance so that's very likely something that's flowed that that uh, attempt to to get further information credit card information that sort of stuff that's linked to this data leak so it's very bad public relations for Optus which is owned by Singtel, which is a, a big Telecom company based in Singapore, where I think that they have, if Singtel has a data breach of this kind of scale and, and uh, impact, they can face very stiff fines, government imposed fines, whereas um, Australia doesn't have that at, at the moment. There's talk, mm-hmm. about, there's talk about doing that. In fact, there's a whole lot of measures that the government's considering to try to uh, reduce the ch- chance of this happening again.
1: Yeah, well, it, it's frightening that it can happen to such a big telco company. They'd be the second biggest provider in
0: Australia, wouldn't they? I'd say they'd be right up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, As I mentioned, data retention laws can actually contribute to security issues by burdening telcos with large amounts of info that they would otherwise not have to store. That's a surprisingly large number of people, 9.8 million current and former Optus customers. One of the recommendations, and it's interesting what they've been suggesting, but one of the recommendations is that a lot more people need to set up two factor authentication, which, if you don't know what it is, it's where when you say you log into um, something, you put in a password, put in a username and password, and then it'll say, okay, we're sending a message to your mobile phone with a, a, a six digit code. And you need to put that in to, to access your account. For example, if you log, in, log into Gmail, that it can ask you, depending on how you've set up the security, yeah. but it just adds that extra layer of security to it. It means that, say, if you've lost one password or your password was weak or it's been guessed or it's been hacked, it does add that extra layer of security. It's quite hard. Okay, well, how do we get hold of this person's mobile number and get that text message, which we also need to be able to hack into their account? Mm-hmm. So so that's one thing that is pretty important and is being recommended in terms of, you know, what to do. The ACCC, Australian Competition and Consumer Commission, has come out with various warnings for people who have been caught up in this data breach from Optus. Recommendations include securing your device and monitoring for unusual activity, change your online account passwords and enable multi-factor authentication for banking. But you can have it for other things as well, but, but banking definitely. Check your accounts for unusual activities such as items you haven't purchased. Place limits on your accounts or ask your bank how you can secure your money. If you suspect fraud, you can request a ban on your credit card or on your credit report. And I think that something that Optus is doing is actually giving people who've been affected by this free credit reporting protection on their accounts. There's services that can help you do this. Equifax is one of them. I think it's an American-based service, but it normally costs you to have that, and I think Optus is going to be providing it to affected customers for a year. So there are some some fairly significant steps that are being taken, both by authorities and regulators, but also by Optus, the telco concerned. There's a few websites you can check out. Go to scamwatch.gov.au or the ACCC, uh, ACCC.gov.au are both government services that have got lots of information on this. The OAIC website is also useful. You can contact Optus apparently via the Optus app or you can call them on one double three nine three seven, or you can visit the Optus website if you want to get more information. But they've said, Optus has said that any communications they have with their clients about this will not contain any links so if you get something claiming to be oh, from yeah. Optus, because this is another way that the scam is going to get you, is because you're expecting to hear something from Optus about this and about how you might have been affected, be careful of anything that's got links in it, because this is what, the way they get malware into your phone or into your laptop or into your home computer, whatever you're using, um, is often by you tapping on a link in a, in a very innocuous and innocent-looking text message. Mm. Uh, and in fact, there's you know there's all sorts of ones. There's, there's ones there's, there's an Australia Post one that's been going around for ages, and you know say so, oh you've got a package to pick up, you know um, the click. I hit. seem to get a few a week, and also the phone
1: call ones as yeah, well. Yeah, mm. yeah, yep.
0: And you know the phone calls ones, you, you know you got to be careful. Um, I think they do target the elderly. The old elderly people need to be careful. Oh, it's Microsoft calling your Windows computer has a security breach can we we just walk you through a a a software patch for it so you jump on and then they they get you to basically share your desktop Mm. with them Mm. and then they're in in fact i know someone an elderly person who that happened to not so long ago she had to get her computer cleaned and 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 you know re a lot of data reinstalled and software reinstalled and so these things can be quite costly, inconvenient, you can you know, you can lose access to the internet while you're while your device is getting fixed or cleaned or you know, you might or your account so Yeah. I know
1: someone who's lost their Instagram account. In response to a hacker like that right. convinced her to open up the com- computer and he could do it at the other end and Got access
0: to the computer and that was that. Well, um, the ACCC is saying uh, if you are an Optus customer, your name, date of birth, phone number, email addresses may have been released. For some customers, identity document numbers such as driver's license or passport numbers could be in the hands of criminals. It's important to be aware that you may be at risk of identity theft and take urgent action to prevent harm. Now, Optus is saying that passwords have not been compromised, but I think there's plenty of other information that people have got posted there that, that uh, can be misused, mm. particularly things that you can't change, like your date of birth. You can't change mm. your date of birth. And if you've used that, and if that gets leaked along with your name and a phone number, mm. well, you know, how often do you ring up a service? You know, you ring up, a I don't know, an insurance company or something, and they want to verify some data from you. What's your name and date of birth? What's your address? And then that gets them in. You know that yeah. gets well. That gets you in. You're, you've passed the, the sort of precautionary privacy re- requirements. So if other people have that information, then they can be getting into all sorts of things on supposedly as you. Yeah, setting uh, up credit cards. And, yeah, yeah. Yep. And changing. You know, changing. Oh, can you just? Yeah. Just. Uh, change over that account to my account or whatever, you know, like eh, all, all sorts of stuff. So it is a bit of an issue and we hope it doesn't apply to too many of our listeners, but we know that there are plenty of Optus customers all around Australia. And hopefully this is um, being taken seriously by them because uh, you don't you don't want your uh, identity to be stolen. You don't have to deal with the fallout of that. If you're concerned and this is again from the AC, ACCC if you're concerned your identity has been compromised or you have been a victim of a scam contact your bank immediately uh, and call ID Care on 1800 595 1600 that's 1800 595 1600 for ID Care which is Australia's national identity and cyber support service to get expert advice from a specialist identity and cybersecurity service um, you can also report scams to Scamwatch Via the uh, scamwatch.gov.au website, or have a look at cyber.gov.au for information about cybersecurity. It's a big issue, and there's been a lot of stuff in the media about it. You've just got to be so careful about, you know, ha- what you tap on and your device. Is putting the internet in your pocket? Be careful of uh, unsolicited stuff asking you to to drop in an email address. You know, give us some give us some banking details, or even just the act of tapping on a link. And you know, so if the text message looks a bit sus, don't tap on it with an you know, unless it's from a well-known source.